0: Hello, this is Patrick Ball. How are you on this fine day? Welcome to On the Fly, a podcast about whatever comes to mind, really. In this episode, who was Stephen Hawking? You've read the stories of young children who had such a difficult time in school. Ever wonder why? Einstein was such a student. One of his instructors once called him a lazy dog. Others said that he was a bad influence on his classmates because he was always asking questions that the teachers could not answer. The result was that Albert Einstein was expelled from school. Maybe you have such a child yourself. School just doesn't click for them. What do Einstein and Stephen Hawking share? Let's carry on with Chapter 2 from the children's book, Who Was Stephen Hawking? by Jim Gioletti. Chapter 2. School Days. As a youngster, Stephen liked to play board games. However, games such as Monopoly quickly became too boring for his active mind. So he and a friend made up their own board games. Stephen's favorite was a war game that was very complicated. It took hours and hours to play because Stephen included so many rules. His sister Mary later remembered that Stephen was very competitive. He always wanted to win at whatever game he played. Drafts is the English version of checkers. Stephen beat Mary at drafts every time they played except once. When Mary finally beat him, Stephen quit playing drafts and took up chess. Mary never did beat him at that. Although Stephen was very smart, he didn't learn to read until he was eight, and he rarely studied in school. He did not do neat work, and his handwriting was terrible. He had little interest in memorizing facts, but he had no trouble grasping concepts and ideas. In his teenage years, Stephen and his friends built a computer. It was nothing like the laptop computers we have today. It was about the size of a refrigerator. The boys built it out of whatever spare parts they could find, including parts from old clocks. The computer could solve only the most basic problems but it was still the late 1950s. Stephen was way ahead of his time. In fact, Stephen's friend called him Einstein after the famous physicist Albert Einstein because he was so brilliant. But Stephen was no Einstein in the classroom. Compared with the others in his grade, he was just an average student. He laughed about it later in his life. It was, I like to think, a very bright class, he said. Stephen was often bored in school. Physics came too easy for him. The solutions were obvious for someone who was thinking so far ahead. Subjects such as chemistry were much more interesting. In chemistry, it was fun to figure out how different elements worked with one another how some worked well, and others resulted in a bang. Both Stephen's mother and father had gone to college at Oxford and hoped that Stephen would go there too. But because of his average grade at St. Albans School, there was no guarantee he would be accepted at Oxford. There was also the question of what he would study in college. Frank Hawking wanted his son to follow in his footsteps in medicine, but Stephen had little interest in biology or in becoming a doctor. He wanted to major in math, but the University College at Oxford did not offer it as a major, so Stephen settled on physics instead. He wowed the faculty at Oxford with an impressive interview, and with an even more impressive written exam for physics. Nearly a perfect score. Stephen had been accepted to Oxford. Stephen was only 17 when he began his studies at Oxford in the fall of 1959. His classmates immediately could see that he was very smart and really funny. Still, it took him a little while to fit in with the other students, almost all of whom were older many of them by a couple of years or more. Let's add a little side note here. The University of Oxford in Oxford, England, is the world's second oldest university still in operation. The oldest, Italy's University of Bologna, began in 1088. There is no official date for Oxford's beginning, but is believed to be as early as the year 1096. 38 different colleges make up the University of Oxford. Each of the 38 colleges has its own teachers and activities. Stephen Hawking attended University College, which is the oldest of the 38. Some of the best scholars in the world have gone to Oxford including several dozen winners of the Nobel Prize. Many world leaders have attended the university too, including 27 prime ministers of England and one U.S. president, Bill Clinton, who studied at the university college for one year in the late 1960s before attending Yale Law School. To be more social, Stephen joined the University College Boat Club in his second year. Although he was skinny and not very strong, he found a place among the larger rowers. He was the coxswain, sometimes shortened to cox, the smaller person who sits at one end of the boat to direct the rowers and steer. It took a little while for Stephen to get the hang of being a cox. Because the River Thames is narrow at the town of Oxford, the rowing team competed in bumping games. In a bumping race, boats start out an equal distance from each other. They try to go fast enough to bump the boat in front and to keep from being bumped by the boat behind. In his very first race, Stephen let go of the starting line as he was supposed to, but it got caught in the boat's rudder. The team immediately disqualified. Another time, he somehow managed to direct his boat into a head-on collision with another boat. Not his fault, he said. Usually, he brought the boat back in with some damage to it or to the oars of his teammates. My coxing career was fairly disastrous, he admitted. Still, Stephen enjoyed being out on the river with the boat speeding through the water. He made friends among the boat club members, who were also impressed by how smart he was and by his sense of humor. The rowing club also introduced me to one of my favorite pastimes at Oxford. Partying, he said. Maybe a little too much partying. After his first year at Oxford, Stephen tended to socialize more than he studied. He later estimated that in his entire three years at the university college, he spent about 1,000 hours studying. That might sound a lot, but it works out to less than one hour per day. That's actually very little studying, especially for a challenging school like Oxford and for a difficult course of study such as physics. Stephen skipped lectures and developed a reputation that he was difficult to work with. He once sat through a session with a tutor and then, before leaving, tore up the work they had done together and dropped it in the wastebasket. Sometimes, Stephen acted this way because he probably knew more than his tutors did. But he also thought the cool thing to do was to get by doing as little work as possible. Because Stephen was so smart, he got away with worse behavior than most students at the university. Join me next time for Who Was Stephen Hawking? Chapter 3 bad news. I'm Patrick Ball. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.